<sighs> Feels good to be home. <laughs> it's not like you were lost in the Amazon, man. Better than letting you and Jamali take control of shit. Dude, I run a tight ship. It was good. Yeah, but what? The fast and loose ship? Fast and loose worked good last week. Huh, Tyler? It was nice. I have a gripe. Because I was talking to Tyler about this before. Why are we, did you say fast and loose like 30 times and not title the episode fast and loose? Because we had a fast and loose episode before. And it was titled fast and loose. So you could have said fast and loose too. Mm-mm. You just said it so many times that it was like had a put, layup. It would have been too much. It would have been too much to put it like that. I put it you called unleashed. it unleashed. I was unleashed. Yeah, we're putting you back in your fucking cage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. It's the fast and loose episode. It's the fast and loose episode. Anytime I'm in there, that's that's what it is. Fast and loose. Yeah, this this is why we don't give you control. Hey, what's good? <laughs> I asked the hard hitting questions. All right, guys. Let's do a proper intro, because last week you guys were deprived of that. <laughs> what? I did a good intro. I'm hating like crazy, but honestly, like I'm, I'm happy that they held down the fort while I was gone. They did what they had to do. Yeah, man. They did the best they could. We congratulate that. The <laughs> best we could. Okay. All right. <laughs> See the hate I have to deal with, people? See the hate I have to deal with? Look, look, it's all banter, man. It's all banter. All right. I can't let you get a big head, you know? Like, you, you held down the fort. You gave us a great episode, yourself and Jamali. And, like, you did what you had to do in my absence. And I, I love that you guys did that. Like, I needed that because bring you guys behind the curtain. Essentially, I wasn't here because my grandfather had a procedure done. And when he came back from the hospital, he wasn't feeling too good. So, because of that... I stayed home and I was making sure that he was taken care of and that he didn't have to worry about anything. So, unfortunately, it happened on the day we had to record. It was like a lot of last minute shit happening. But you know what? Family first. If you guys can appreciate that, yeah, man. Then, uh, kiss my black ass. I don't give a fuck. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was no problem, man. It was no problem holding down, man. Yeah. Dude, but you know, Jason and Jamal, they came through like true professionals and they did what they had to do. And you know what? To that. We clap it up. We're professional. But outside of that, I know you're happy I'm back. <laughs> All right. All right. Ready to intro this bad boy? Yeah, man. All right. Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast, your weekly dose of myself and the homies kicking back, shooting the shit, having some drinks with some music in the background, and just talking about what's been going on in the world. I'm your boy Matthew, aka Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with the original, the Aura King, Unleashed. Jason. Can you uh, speak a bit louder into the mic so they can hear you? No. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for the WWE promo over here, fuck. Like, what the hell? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, what's his name? Uh, I'm Savage? the original uh, brother. <laughs> oh, I missed that time of wrestling. That was so good. Oh, the good old days. Times. Oh, man. The good old days. That leading into Attitude Era. But we're not going to get into a WWE rant. I could be yeah. here all night. <laughs> As always, we got our producer Tyler in the background just kicking back with his beers and making sure that we sound as beautiful and awesome as we can. Yeah, man. Now, if you're wondering why it's just myself and Jason, it's because Jamali, for the first time in God knows how long, is out sick. Literally. He's sick. Can't. Has the flu. 
can't put anything else on it. And, and you know what? I'm glad he's not here because I don't want to get sick. Stay your ass at home. Take some meds. <laughs> go to sleep. We'll see you when we see you. Yeah, we'll if, if not next week, it hopefully like, next week. It most likely be on next week. I hope so. I hope it's not one of those flus that sticks around longer than needed. Because, I mean, don't come here if you're sick. Yeah, man. <laughs> but, yeah, to Jamali, man, get get well soon, man. Get better, man. Ruin it for you. No alcohol. Lots of fluids. Get lots of rest. Tylenol. Whatever else you need. Jamali is... Just get it done. Jamali is... Uh, Don't leave me here with Jason. <laughs> Dude, I've been on... Has, how many episodes has that been out? Been in a three? row, are you asking? Three, three, episodes three in now? a row? I think so. Oh, you're proud of yourself. Yeah. Look at this fucking guy. Showing up to work three weeks in a row and he's like... It's hard I'm work. I'm doing something big. It's hard work. It's yeah. hard... Yeah, it is. Extremely hard work. Especially when you're here every week. Huh? Hey. <laughs> I had to film with you like many times before. So let's keep this episode going, right? Uh, how was your week? How's the mental health? How you been doing? Good man, can't complain. Um, tomorrow I'm going to the spa with my girlfriend, and I'm uh, just gonna get relaxed. Uh, yeah, going to the spa. You know, just uh, gonna get some mani pedis, some no, massages. No, the Scandinavian spa thing. So um, just you know, like uh, the whole circuit there that they do, yeah. whatever. And um, and yeah, just a just a good little weekend getaway. Is gonna stay overnight and come back, whatever. I highly encourage getting a couple's massage. Worth it. Nah. So I mean, just massages in general are worth it. But like when you do like the couple's massage experience, and you both walk out of there and you're just like, you feel enlightened and loose, and massages don't your do bodies me, are just like completely relaxed. I like chiropractic adjustments. Those are good for me those, yeah that's to make sure you don't walk with like a zigzag spine <laughs> no <I> mean, like, <laughs> it's not a zigzag spine <laughs> but like a massage is meant to just make you feel completely relaxed and listen then like you do that especially like a scandinavian spa and then you like go into that perfect temperature water now like you're all loose and your body's just relaxed your muscles are relaxed and you're in the water and you're yeah just, you, you feel know. like you can literally just live there forever and, um, massages are not too much of a thing but you never know we'll see how it goes but um yeah that's the only thing i have to do tomorrow i'm just saying i i highly recommend it you know it's I'll worth see. it it's worth it you know check the prices for it check the prices too much is <laughs> too much he's already penny pinching fuck <laughs> Right. All right, my week outside of what happened with my grandfather was not too bad, you know. Pretty much work was so fucking blah. Like, I don't know if, how you felt about your week of work, but for some reason, it was just like a dry spell of, at work. Where, it's the weather, man. Yeah, like, it, it was weird, you know, like, it's raining today on this Friday evening. Ice rain. Well, no, it, it's not. It's regular rain, but it's because it's like the it's warm cold. temperature is going on top of the snow and ice that was already there and making it feel that way. But it's literally just regular ass rain. It's fucking shit, to be honest with you. Know, it's, uh, you're like walking outside like you're but tip, this is, tip, tip. This is why everyone wants to leave Montreal. It's like they say people in Quebec are like the most depressed in Canada. I understand why. Because the weather is terrible. What do we have? Winter nine months out of the year. Essentially, it's cold. man. Huh? <laughs> they need therapy. It's not even therapy, man. You just need warm weather. Look, I, warm weather. I I, would, I don't know how we could be more depressing. Like people that live in like Newfoundland. <laughs> no offense to Newfoundland, <laughs> but it's not that cold there. That's the thing. It, it doesn't it, because of in the Newfoundland. Mm -mm, not like Quebec. Boy, it get cold there. 
nothing like co- as compared to like say, like northern um, Quebec, of course, can uh, get like well, not even ridiculously freezing. Not that I wouldn't say nothing like you know Alberta, not or Winnipeg, where it's complete extremes. I think what Newfoundland is is because of it's how the stream ends up where it is, and because they're close to the water as well by the Atlantic. It, it it doesn't get super cold like it doesn't it doesn't get to like minus three something yet it'll get to that it, yeah it but definitely not does but not but not like Quebec where it's I know like when every place across Canada first last season mm. or like last year was experiencing like one of the worst winters ever like Newfoundland New Brunswick PI were like some of the places where they were just experiencing colds that they had never seen before and like winter storms that they had never seen before and like ice storms as well you know but. I'm hoping that doesn't happen again this year because I cannot go through another January and February where we're experiencing minus 20, minus 30 to 40 wind chill. Like, fuck that. I'll take the whole month off. But it's not even that, though. And the thing, especially in Montreal's case, you have the the coolness, you have the construction, all those two things on top of that. So We got construction 24-7. Like, it's, so a, it's a year thing. That, but that's the thing. That's what <laughs> making people depressed. And, like, I need a vacation to get out of here. That's why my girlfriend... I am going on vacation in January, and I suggest you do the same. Well, we're gonna probably go later because we're moving. We're probably gonna move out and stuff like that. But oh, you move, you're doing a winter move? Huh? You're doing a winter move? Cheaper. Yeah, of course. And it's we don't. Fucking it's, but it's shit. There's nothing. It's not like we have a lot of stuff to move. Either of us. That's true. That's the thing. So it's not like we have a whole bunch of stuff. When to you move. have a, when you don't have much to move, you got a lot of furniture to buy. <laughs> That's okay. It's not gonna be. It's not, I'm not gonna be carrying that shit. Maybe they'll get it all delivered. All I'm going to say is uh, hire some people because, I mean, I don't even like doing summer moves. <laughs> no, no, for real, for real. I would not. Um, yeah. I, I, the only reason I'm doing it is it's cheaper and it's it's a little bit more affordable for both of us. And not a lot of people are looking at that time. And, and yeah, because either landlords or they want to get their places yeah, filled. In regular. that case, usually you'll be either doing like a sublet or there's literally just a place that's vacant that they want to just mm. fill up. So. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. And you can um, always negotiate that shit. <laughs> but yeah, the winter time. Oh my god, like, good fucking luck. That's, that's why all. I wanna, I'm, wanna, I'm not down for winter moves. So if I could move to LA, I would right away. <laughs> You've been saying that since I met you, bro. I want to move to LA. Well over a decade. I swear to God, if I ever get the chance to go to LA, I'm staying. I'll be a bum on the beach and be well, happy. Do it. So then I at least I know I have a place to stay in LA. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why the fuck not? But it's so ridiculous how expensive things are. It's a different world. It's well, com- live in the hood. Huh? Live in the hood. Live in the hood? Yeah. Dude, I don't want to be uh, Hey, don't complain down. about uh, pricing if you're not really willing to move down there. Dude, I could live, but I don't need to, to be killed <laughs> to be live. Or Just dodge, live on the outskirts. Dodge bullets and shit. You know, you don't want to be in the heart of it all. Just, like, on the outskirts where it's, like... You're technically there, but you can also say, like, no, but I'm really a part of this neighborhood. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, it's just two blocks away. Like, yeah, could I live jump there. jump the train tracks or something. Yeah, you know, like, it's a, it's a bicycle ride away, fuck. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck. <sighs> let's look at the topics we have. All right, let's start with some good news. Uh, I think I sent you this, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think I got everything. We're going to start with Janet Jackson being officially inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2019. That's good news. You know, one thing that I wanted to start doing every week was handing out handing out the flowers to whether it's a music artist, an actor, or just like anybody that's been involved in 
our lives and influence our lives in any way, like just handing them their flowers where they can smell it. Yeah. And a lot of times that job is made easier when these type of announcements are made. So Janet Jackson, who's someone I've listened to pretty much my whole life, thanks to like my mom and my aunt, somebody who is internationally known, broke records, selling records, you know, it's part of the infamous, not the famous Jackson family. Yeah. For her to finally be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame officially in 2019. We got to clap it up for her, man. Clap. No, it's, it, it, is, it is actually really good for Jan Jackson to, to be in the Hall of Fame. I think Bunty just took over as our producer and he's smoking weed, so I'm a bit worried. <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Is that mic set up? No, no, definitely not. All right. So then maybe they can. Well, I mean, if you're talking and you can't hear yourself in the headphones, then they can't hear you. <laughs> I don't know where Tyler went or why he gave the reins to Bunty, but I'm worried. <laughs> Oh, for Janet, for Janet Jackson, that's really good. Um, I understand, like, how many... I'm not saying that she's, like, had as much impact as Michael. Like, as a solo artist, she's the yeah, that whole family. No, no. Like, she's definitely not, but at the same time, she the had career she's had, she's yes. iconic, she's legendary. Like, she there's no denying hits. her staple and her stance in the music world. In the 90s, she had and, and big hits. what she's done for herself as an artist and, and for her career. And the thing is, like, she made herself apart from Michael in um, establishing her own career, her own vibe, her own path in her life and everything like that, which was very difficult. Like, you saw the other brothers. After Michael did his own thing, it was very hard for each of them to, you know, kind of create their own success. Oh, of course. And she did and I mean, Amazingly. like, you think about that family, like, you're essentially living in the shadow of Michael. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he starts off in the Jackson 5, and, and then he's the one who really takes off because he was the star mm-hmm. of that group. And then he hooks up with Quincy Jones, and then from there, it's just lights out. You know, like, you're, you're literally getting the greatest producer to ever live to work on your music that, I mean, it's history. Yeah. We know what he's done. You know, we, we've heard Thriller, we've heard Bad, like, we, we know what Michael's done, off the wall, everything. So, for Janet to have put herself and cemented herself in the R&B pop world, and, and just be herself, and not necessarily try to live up to what Michael was doing, they've had collabs, but, like, just knowing that her career was her own path, mm-hmm. and it wasn't legitimized by Michael Jackson's career. Well, I'm sure the name helped, but she showed by herself. She showed by of herself course. that she could stand apart from him. And, and that's really what I good. mean, where it's like, if she wasn't a Jackson, the talent was there. Yeah, yeah. Like she, and I mean, like I, I hear this a lot these days as far as like a lot of these new R&B female artists that come out as like whisper singers. She's the very first whisper singer. Like she's the one who would just get on the mic and just whisper sweet songs in your ear. Would you say Cassie is a whisper singer? At the very most, low talking. 
<laughs> but like if we're talking about like the premiere like like the catalyst of of that style like that sound yeah a lot of these girls are 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 janet jackson's daughters man like let's keep it a buck yeah janet yeah but and she, then yeah, she's been the game looking at just the amount of people she's worked with the way she's taking controversies that's happened in her personal life and just turned it on its head and and to the point where like we don't even talk about them as like compared to like someone like a Kanye or like Britney Spears when she shaved her head and all that shit, you know, like, and like Janet Jackson's been through a lot, but we always remember her for like rhythm nation, velvet robe, her self-titled album. Like just the way she's always been able to, no matter what generation it was, no matter what was happening around her, just bring her presence and have you feel what she was bringing to the table. Yeah, that time in the '90s when she was coming out with hits after hits after hits after hits, I was like, damn. Oh, there was there was a point where like you you literally could not l- turn on the radio without her song either being playing or then the next ten minutes gonna be playing. But that Super Bowl thing did hurt her career, though. It did. That hurt her career. It though. did, but at the same time, as much as it hurt her career and like it, and hurt her standing because people are just fucking ridiculous and, and like. That's probably one of the first examples of people just being really oversensitive because you vilify one person, but then the other person who's a part of it, Justin Timberlake, is allowed to soar and be a great fucking you know, artist with no repercussion. It's the NFL. Yeah, the whites. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the whites. <laughs> the whites. But the whites are at it again. <laughs> all that aside, <laughs> she still maintain her career maintain her status and did her tours did what she had to do to just remind people look at the end of the day i'm fucking janet jackson this something like this yeah it happened on one of the biggest stages yeah it's not gonna be what defines me and it, it's not what defines her yeah, she hustled that dude too for the kid the <laughs> money that's uh, hustled herself a billionaire game those game <laughs> that's a billionaire i think the only relationship thing that we got to give her an l for is jermaine dupree <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what the fuck everyone's thinking about that yeah <laughs> that, that's uh but at the end of the day she man she must have been on some low times and jermaine dupree like took advantage but who knows how that happened Whatever. we cracked the jokes but at the end of the day love janet jackson love what she's contributed to my life as far as just the art that she's brought into it and and allow me to just enjoy her her career and herself as an artist. Yeah, I'm and not a that, huge fan, but I love her. I like her music. We give her flowers, man. Yay. We give her flowers. Congrats. Okay. Do you want to talk about how people are trying to ruin uh, Christmas? People are trying to ruin Christmas? With this whole... Uh, did you hear the shit about how they were saying Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is like... It, it promotes like racism? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is news to me. You didn't hear about this shit? I heard about the thing that's Baby, It's Cold Outside. I didn't want to play that. because There was it, that as well. Because it was predatorial or some shit yeah, like that? Yeah, apparently it, it promotes uh, coercion. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'll, go like, my, I'll go to my girlfriend right now and say, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Well, I'll tell you right now. Like, <laughs> I've heard multiple versions of Baby, It's Cold Outside where the, pers- like, the first time I heard it was obviously like the classic version where like the man on the woman, no, like you got to stay cold outside and you know like stay here we want to go outside let's go remember 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 t- two episodes ago i was talking about um what people were thinking about uh with david beckham kissing his daughter on, on yeah the lips and how people like what the fuck are you thinking about to be thinking this in your head 
It's the These same are the type thing. of fucking people. This is the same people. These are the because same like, type of people. Like I said, like I've heard a version where like the man is telling the woman don't leave, it's cold outside, but I've also heard a version where like the woman is telling the man don't leave, it's cold outside. Where essentially it's it's, it's a fucking duet. Okay? <laughs> it's a duet classic Christmas song where a man or to a woman or a woman to a man is saying, Stay here, let's have a good time together. There really isn't, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of sexual innuendo, but there's nothing that's so overtly, like, Dude, bad if, that if, you could be like, yo, this is, like, we can't have kids hear this, if, you know, like. If they, if that song can't play on the radio anymore, Baby It's Called Outside, then B44 and all those boy band groups. Look, I don't want, no, and all that, that, stuff, all that, that stuff has to go. I don't want to hear I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. <laughs> there are too many people of color. <laughs> to be listened to, I'm dreaming of a... What do you mean, White Christmas? If, you, if we want to get sensitive over music, what the fuck do you mean, White Christmas? <laughs> Let's talk me, about it. It reminds me, <laughs> it reminds me of um, uh, that thing in um, Zach and Mary makes, makes a porno where he's working in the coffee shop and the, the owner said, oh, you have to work on Black Friday. What do you mean, Black Friday? There you go. What do you mean, oh, I oh, have to work on Nigga Tuesday Let's get too? that shit the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I have to work on Nigga Tuesdays too? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. No. No. If we can't have Baby It's Cold Outside, we can't have white. If we can't have Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I don't understand. Why was Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Well, they were saying that it, it promotes like racism and like a separatist mentality of basically you're, you're putting prejudices on people with differences. How the hell does that. I have to do with a, a reindeer with a red nose. But the whole point of Rudolph the rain, Red Nose Reindeer is to promote people with differences. It's the complete opposite of what they were saying. Because Rudolph with his red nose was being persecuted and being bullied and vilified. But then Santa up listening to me like, no, like your, your difference is actually Helping a you. heaven send. Yeah. It's something that makes you special and it makes you... Jeez. If uh, if anything Santa was saying it makes you better than these fucks. <laughs> if we're going to be real about it because they were able to go through the snowstorm because his red nose blinking was helping him see through the night. That's, oh Jesus. So like it, it look there's a whole bunch of fairies out there. I I held my tongue when it came to the Starbucks cups and people complaining about the the commercials of you know like seeing same sex is holding hands during holiday commercials. I've been quiet. But you know what? You sensitive fucking fucks, you snowflakes, you dickheads, you cucks, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. All fairies. Shut the fuck up. It's it's <laughs> ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous at this point. Like is any are, are we allowed to have fun anymore? Are we allowed to enjoy things anymore? Well, there's another thing. There was another thing where um, a lot of women, um, they had a statistic saying a lot of women are getting, um, in times of CPR when they need CPR, a lot of women are not getting it as compared to men because they're, men are now afraid to give CPR to women because they're going to think it's sexual assault. Oh, you got to choke. <laughs> oh, no, no. Look. Time's up, my friend. Unfortunately, time's up for your breathing. Because oh dad, <laughs> <laughs> look like I said, we've become so sensitive to everything that something as life saving as CPR isn't being administered yeah, to people who need it. It sucks, and um, like, can I not give the Heimlich maneuver? 
if I see you choking, am I not supposed to come behind you and give you the Heimlich? Is somebody going to see me giving you the Heimlich and be like, that man is dry humping that woman? Like, like what is going on now? <laughs> and look, I know we're going to the extremes when it comes to like... It's not talking the extremes, about, that's what's but, going on right now. But it's, it's the realities of we have come to a point where if one person finds it wrong, now everybody has to find it wrong. And like last week, you guys talked about Kevin Hart. And, and one of the biggest things from that Kevin Hart situation that people don't notice is like, it happened 10 years ago, okay? And you guys mentioned that. It happened 10 years ago. He apologized for it 10 years ago. But the people who brought it back up are the same people who are saying that people need to change. So if through 10 years, you literally had to go back that far to find something that he did wrong, that... That should be something that it tells you he fucking changed. Dude, we have to do it. We have to do it like we like they did in Sparta. You throw the weak babies over the cliff and you keep the strong. No, but that's what you have to that. do. Like what I'm getting at There's is too many weak people like, out there right now. If you consider and like for myself, I consider myself an ally to the LGBTQ community. I consider myself an ally because I feel like the thing that they go through. Yes, like we we gotta get to a point where we view their rights as equal to everybody else's right, even yeah. though for myself as a black man we still have a lot of rights for people of color that need to be respected towards the majority of the world but if we're looking in a position and i say this to people of color my black friends or or arabic whatever if you're persecuting people for something they did in their past and not giving them the space to grow you're no better than them when they were that way yeah. If you're looking at Kevin Hart, for example, as somebody who said these gay jokes and you can only trace gay jokes that he's made in that type of caliber 10 years ago, that means since that time, at the very least from what he's expressing, what he's showing to the public, he's grown since then. I, I had a completely different thing since that. I don't even care if he's grown or not. It's the jokes. It's comedians. Everyone. Oh, can, and, and I'm, that I'm the type I, person that's that is, a completely different discussion it. in itself. Because which I get. That's a complete dis discussion in itself. But it's understanding that you have to give people room to grow. No, you have to give people room to grow, and it's not like. And this is the thing with people, especially people who go to live shows. Like um, I remember one of my favorite comedians, Corey Holcomb. He was making um, a joke about someone with disabilities, and after a woman in the crowd says, "My brother has a disability," and he was like, "But I don't know your brother." I'm not insulting you. I'm telling a joke. Yeah. And it's like, people take it too personally. Oh, for and sure. And they, they, then they translate on their own lives. Like, oh, he's talking about it. No, he's not talking about it. He's just making a joke. I mean, like, we've had the conversation too about, like, just allowing comedians be comedians because it comes to a point where, like, one of the things comedians did really well, Kevin Hart's done it, Eddie Murphy's done it, Louis C.K.'s done it, is talking about these very awkward, sometimes inappropriate things, but bringing it to... A perspective and a conversation that is digestible but you see this is the problem people whether it offends or not people don't want to have the conversation so they said oh you, you you're offending me go away and and to That's me i look it at it it's like okay maybe you you didn't find the joke funny you're more than entitled to feel that it wasn't a funny joke yeah. like that that's what art is it's always up to interpretation but if you're going out of your way to vilify someone over one thing they've done compared to everything they've done and in in the case of a joke you're taking it a bit too far you know what bothered me though is that the oscars they ask him to apologize and i'm like no 
I and I was that, like, that's I was something like, no. that bugged me too. I was, I was like saying like he already apologized. For not this. even that he originally apologized. What made him famous where he is right now is him telling these kind of jokes in his past. So whatever he did in the past, you should already vetted him. You should already know who he is. Well, you know what he more did. So than, more they so know than what that. he did. It's you know, look at somebody like Eddie Murphy. If they had asked Eddie Murphy to go out there and host the Oscars, mm-hmm. would they then, because we know Eddie Murphy has had, whether it's Delirious or Raw, or just some of his movies, or his other standards, like, he's had some jokes. Beverly Hills Cop? Oh my god. He's had some jokes where, if we really want to go through the fine-tooth comb of things, he he's definitely one of those people that... Way worse than Kev- what Kevin Hart said. Dude, people are so sensitive and they're sensitive for the wrong reasons. I promise you, though, they would never bring up that old shit for someone like him. Like, um, I'm not sure if we're going to talk about the the cream hunt situation. It passed a couple weeks ago, but I'll bring it up. Something would happen. Um, I was watching Undisputed with um, Shannon Sharp and Skip. Yeah. And um, the the female, uh, Jenny Taff, I think is her name. She's uh, she's the, the host of the show. Mm. She was saying, oh, um, Kareem Hunt, um, he should be out of the league or suspended him. And Shan, I love Shan Sharp for saying they said, all right, if, if that's the stance we're taking, I want police officers, I want doctors, I want all these people. You can't, you can't be one way with something, but another way with other. And she said, oh, he's held to a higher standard. And he was like, so police, police so police officers and doctors are held to a higher standard? <laughs> she was, and she was speechless for a minute. And she says, um... And after he says no, but he's held the highest rate. He's a star. It's like, all right. So, what if he was a police officer? What would be the difference? She couldn't say anything. Of course not. She couldn't say anything. I don't People don't like, want to keep that same energy, and that's one I'm of the like, biggest issues that we we see happening in these types of situations. And like, you can with Kareem Hunt, easy. I understand the scrutiny that's coming towards him because in the video you watch, he is clearly the heavy aggressor. Let, let's be no. Let's be honest. No, no, here. no. I'm, I want to say I'm something. Being honest. No, you're right. You're right. What you're saying he is right. the heavy aggressor because you're looking at a situation where. The woman's already out of his place. Yeah. Right? She's out of your place. Yeah, she walks up to you and slaps you. And you have a, somebody who's in between you trying to keep you apart. But you're in a situation right now where, like, you literally have her outside of your home. In this situation where you're constantly going at her, you're pushing your you're pushing your friend to get towards her. You're nudging her. And then at the point where, like, he pushes his friend into her, she's on the floor. Then when she's on the floor, he goes up to her again and then, like, gives her, like, the baby kick. That's what I want to talk about. Without with all this that's happening, the one thing that's undeniable is he is continuing the aggression. This this is one thing I want to talk about. What was it? Was he really aggressive? Really? He yes, was, he was. But I know. I say he was aggressive, but did, did he, he? They're talking as if he raped this girl in front of a camera. <laughs> when is no, when, like, when, when hey, what look, really happened is when for people out there who are calling this domestic it's abuse, not domestic it's abuse. not domestic abuse. More assault. It's misdemeanor or assault. Yeah, because domestic abuse happens between individuals who have a, long-standing a legitimate relationship. relationship whether it yeah. be family or whether it be a loving like relationship between like husband wife boyfriend girlfriend that yeah. type of situation and on top of that there has to be like some type of emotional connection between the two where there is leverage being used from one to another in order to keep them in that situation yeah. so no this isn't domestic abuse this is literally an assault and it wasn't even that bad all he did was push the girl seemed drunk too. And yeah, she was I'm drunk. saying misdemeanor assault, yeah. essentially because he didn't do anything that he was life threatening. He pushed someone into a girl who fell down, and he went. He literally he gave her one him. of those kits, those like, like 
those nudge kicks that's like, yeah, fuck you. Get out of here. You know, like, like look at Ka- you. Kareem Hunt is an NFL running back. If he wanted to kick her, he would split her apart in one kick. Look, if he wanted to <laughs> Ray Rice her, he would have Ray Riced her. <laughs> he didn't. Okay? He didn't. Give it a two-piece. But that type of situation as well, like, you have a lot of striking opinions, but it was one of those things where because people just see an aggressor an aggressor to an aggressee, mm-hmm. they just jump to the one thing that they know and the one thing that's communicated the most, which is domestic violence. But that was some... we got to look at things critically. Going back to Kevin Hart now, we got to look at things critically. This is 10 years ago. Ten, like, a decade is a long fuck. Like, in a year. It's not even that, man. It's in a like, year, like, you can completely change into a 180 as a human like being. It's like someone, someone. In a out decade, of the- you are literally nowhere close to the person but, you were back then. What's sad is someone took the time out of their day to go back 10 years to find this. Like, come on. Don't you have anything but, better to do with your and, life? And another thing that, that struck me in that whole situation, a week before this whole thing coming out, he had a Cowboys and Indians party for his child. A Cowboys and Indians party that First Nations people came out and said, you know what, this is very offensive. We don't appreciate this. And we wish people in the future wouldn't have these type of theme parties because what it represents is literally the genocide of a whole nation, like of a nation of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where were the outraged people then? They were. Where were the people who, who were standing up for the First Nations people who were asleep. like, you know, this is offensive to us? They were asleep. Listen. This, if it doesn't, this is the thing, and it happens a lot with marginalized, um, a lot of marginalized. Uh, oh, of course. Um, races and stuff like that. If it doesn't concern you, they won't care. But if it's something that you you hold value to, such as the Oscars, oh, you yeah. watch all the time, like, oh, okay. Look, I I would have been a lot more inclined to agree with people if they stood up and were like, "You had this Cowboys and Indian party, and now for that, we want you to have an apology if you want to host the Oscars." Yeah. For that, 100%, I would have been like, I can't argue this. Like, we're we're well into our understanding of history to know that these type of theme parties are really offensive because of what they actually entail of what happened in our past. But for you to go after him for something after this happened, after this Cowboys and Indian party happened, now you want to go after him because the official announcement came out about the Oscars and not even bring up the Cowboys and Indian party, but you're going to go <laughs> and bring up something that happened 10 years ago that he already apologized for and already did the song and dance for, People. but tell him he has to do another song and dance and apologize for in order to, to host the Oscars. He didn't say it, but I would have looked at him like, suck my fucking dick. And I wouldn't have been mad at him if he said that because you know what? He already did it. I don't know. My my thing is, is like, if it, my thing is like, listen, if I get caught on camera saying something, I'm not gonna, I'm not necessarily gonna apologize for it. If it's something where I'm in the wrong, where like, okay, I went off the board because I'm just being crazy and I'm angry. Okay, I'll be angry. But if that's something you're making a joke about something, you're 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 making the joke to make your livelihood to be in the position that you are right now like he's in the position kevin hart is in the position right now because of jokes like that he told which yeah. hurt no one at the time no one complained about it at the time and 
only a few years later people were, were talking about and now lately with this thing people are asking for him to apologize no at the time you guys were laughing at his jokes everyone was happy and everything like that keep that same energy he i would i would have been like kevin hart said no i'm not apologizing for this keep that same energy. this is what got me to where i am and this is why you chose me to be hosting your show why do i need to apologize for something that got me here and why i'm funny right now I'm like no fuck that shit i'm like take your oscars and shove it i'm like fuck this shit man keeping up with uh sensitive people do you want to stop using anti-animal language anti-animal language yeah the hell is that okay uh is this some PETA shit? Of course it is, baby. Uh, you know we gotta. You know we have to bring it up. Might just cut a whale's belly for them. Just leave me alone. Finish this sentence. Kill two birds with one stone. That is anti-animal language. You should say, "Feed two birds with one scone." I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Oh, there's more. I don't there's care more. anymore. No. We're doing this. Finish this sentence. Okay. Actually, no. Not finish the sentence. The next one is be the guinea pig, right? Oh, God. What do you think they said you should say instead? Just uh, take a wild guess. Like... There's no wrong answer here. Be the test rat. I don't know what the fuck. No, not that. That's still anti-animal. Be the test rat. They said be the test tube. Instead of saying be the guinea pig. <laughs> oh my god. There's more. <laughs> Can we make quick one? I don't want to deal with PETA people. <laughs> PETA people are the most big, the Hitler, the most hypocritical people in the world. You know, they don't Yo, save they, animals, they, right? There's more, bro. There's more. All right. Last one. This is the last one here. What right. did you think they said you should say instead of beat a dead horse? <laughs> I don't know. Beat a dead stick? I don't know. Because we know, like, the idiom for beat a dead horse is when you're you're running a certain thing into the ground to the point yeah. where it's just, like, overbearing. So what do you think they said for instead of saying beat a dead horse? What should you say? I have no idea. <laughs> Feed a fed horse. <laughs> God. Is this like a bizarre version of Arnold Schwarzenegger no, puns? Too much. <laughs> this is like Arnold this is like Arnold Schwarzenegger puns, but bad. <laughs> when you're the breadwinner of your home. Oh God. What what do they usually say? What what are you doing? Bring home the bacon. That is incorrect! You're, you're bringing home the bagels. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo. Peter got jokes, bro. Peter got jokes. This? What the hell is this? <laughs> who, who in their right mind would come up with this? <laughs> one more. Last one. Last one. When, when you're faced with a tough situation and, and you know it's something that you just got to you gotta go in full force. What do you say? I don't know. Take the bull by the horns. Yeah. That's incorrect. You gotta take the flowers by the thorns. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who? It's Peter, right? Who's that shit? 
You know, you know, like Leonidas. <laughs> you know, like Leonidas in three hundred. Yo, Peter's tripping, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like, like, yo, honestly, whoever came up with this needs to be shot and killed. <laughs> this is the only time I'm advocating for violence. Look, you need to be shot and killed. Whoever, I always, whoever I always say when it comes when it comes to people who. All right, you need to be. You're right. Shot and kill is, is offensive. You can't you, you can't say to, that. We're, we're get, not in we're not inciting violence, especially not murder. You need to get you need to get we're not inciting and things, but no, not even no. beaten and whipped. That's no, too much. no, we're not inciting violence. We're not inciting murder. You need but to be educated. What I will say is, and this is the I'm type of shit. <laughs> like this is the type of shit that just makes you want to go against what they're promoting. And like I get it, you know, like they they want to have more animal friendly language good for you you know like if this is what you want to do this is what you want to do go for it do it you know like in your daily life do it but don't think you're gonna give me this list and i'm not gonna laugh in your fucking face i have a, i have a simple <laughs> proposal i have a simple proposal all the people at PETA. all right i'll say it all right well, look, i'm like with this picture of, of like or the graph that they sent out with all this stuff they said mm -hmm. words matter and as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves along with it. Here's how to remove species <laughs> speciesism from your daily conversation. Like they're talking for the damn animals. Oh my god! Can Look, I've never in my life heard a bird say, "Till kill two birds with one stone is offensive." <laughs> I've heard birds say "fuck you" because it's a parrot, and they repeat what they're saying. <laughs> really? Come on! It's a damn parrot. And it's a pair. Oh my god! This, oh. Oh, like, <laughs> I have a proposal. Like, I, listen, I I will abide by their rules if they can spend one month in the Amazon by themselves in the Amazon, deep in the Amazon forest. If you, huh? What? Not even without eating an animal, without harming an animal. I want you to go and spend one month in the Amazon forest, basic supplies, without harming an animal. Let's see how long you survive in <laughs> with venomous spiders that people haven't even found yet. Let's see how fire ants eat your crotch right. and shit and let's see what happens then. When like, it comes to on. their stance on like veganism, vegetarianism, whatever it is, you know, not wearing fur, leathers and all that stuff, I respect it. You know, like I I respect if that's the life choices you want to make. Hey, no. If they want to go, go for it, like do it. I, I would never, like, I don't look down on people who are vegans. I don't look down on people who don't wear fur. Like, I don't wear, or at least I do my best not to wear animal products, but that's my personal choice, like right? Like my Dow jacket real but, good. Keeps me warm. But what I'm saying is, like, me personally, I'm not one of these, like, animal activist people, but at the same time, I still make the conscious choice to not wear those type of things. Like, I'd rather wear faux leather, faux fur, things like that, like... The aesthetic, I can still get the protection I need from the elements without wearing animals. Hey. You I'm know? Sure. Yeah, but I'm like... But I'm a carnivore. I fucking eat meat. I will continuously eat meat because that is the choice I make. I like meat. Meat is fucking delicious. And if animals weren't so damn delicious, I wouldn't eat them. Hey, I'm like... I'm like but that's I'm, my choice. I'm, all I'm saying <laughs> is to the PETA people, you guys can go with your windbreakers to the Arctic and try to stop fishermen and shit. Let's see how let's see how long you survive no, your windbreakers. What, what I'm saying to PETA is, at a certain point, you gotta know your wins and your losses. You gotta know where spaces you can actually have a very positive, effective 
running goal that'll manifest into something positive. Oh god! And then you got to know the places where you're gonna bring something up where we're gonna look at you like, now you guys are not only doing too much, but you look dumb as fuck. The this biggest, is one of those spaces. The biggest L, you know, the biggest L. This this was a, a capital L. This is this is a Meek Mill loss because this is a Meek Mill. You want to make this fight for speciesism, but you don't want to make the fight for. Things that are like legitimately affecting humanity, you know, like maybe you take a little bit of that energy and help the homeless people hey, that I'm are saying, out there dealing with the elements. Do you, do you know what PETA does when they remove like minks and dogs and cats away from from people's homes and stuff like that? They kill them because they they don't put them in the SPC. Oh yeah, no, they like that. they the kill of them. Animals that they take in at a certain point is just too much for them to even maintain. And their, they kill them. A, a, a probable and constant living for them like we we've heard the situation where PETA's actually had to euthanize animals like it's it's not something that's secret like it's known but it's a cause and effect of there's only so much you can save and so much you can do for animals especially in a case where it's an animal that's domesticated because they're not just going to go out in the wild and do it themselves yeah they can't at that point, because they never learned it. They were never taught it. It's not a habit that they have. They're expecting and seeking for human life to be the ones that take care of them because that's what they know. I'm sorry to God. I don't want and I don't want to see anyone in PETA or anything petroleum based. I don't want to see anything made out of any fur or leather or anything. I don't want to see them wear anything of that. I want you to wear. Well, no, I, I don't think anybody who's a part of people like or at least I hope because I mean, how dare you take the stance of grandstanding? And then have the nerve to look down on other people if you're going to be doing these things behind our backs. Hey, they're wearing they're wearing jackets, petroleum based shoes that are petroleum based, all that kind of stuff. It's it does come. There's animal byproducts of it, regardless of whatever people want to say. This the sole that holds your shoes, the glue that holds your. It comes from a, a most likely a horse. Not the, if it's all made by hemp. Huh? The they're killing the, the plants too, which are living creatures. Hemp, the fiber of the future. They're killing the plants that are. They're killing the plants that are creatures too. Vegans. Hey, the plants don't scream, so it's okay. It's a scream in my heart. <laughs> no, no, but no, Peter's, Peter's fucking assholes, man. They all need to be, um, it's, it's, it's too much. It's just too much. It's like, come on. That, that upset me right now. I'm upset. I'll say is, Peter, good try, but <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Let's take a quick break because my bladder's weak. I gotta take a piss. We'll be back in literally a second. You won't even notice. All right, guys. We just got a story come in that we're literally just going to throw away the rest of our topics and finish up on this. So essentially, we're going to have a short episode, but don't worry about that. Johnson & Johnson, the famous baby company that does diapers and baby powder and all that shit. They knew about asbestos in their baby powder. For over, like well over a decade, like almost 30 years worth of 70s, knowing. 70s, 80s, I guess. From the 70s to the early 2000s knew that their baby powder, baby powder that I know I've had used on myself, baby powder that I've used on my nieces and little cousins in the family when they were babies, knowing that there was asbestos in this product that we were literally putting on children and babies Essentially, kind of fucking ridiculous. Essentially, a good, a good majority of the population was pretty much our whole generation. Our whole generation, yeah. <laughs> like literally, our whole generation plus generations up to like you got to think like 1970 to 
early 2000s, so that's what at the very least 2005. That's a lot of fucking people. Billions using a product that has asbestos in it, which is known to cause cancer and various other diseases of the human body. So right now I'm just gonna like run through this article for you guys to give you a sense of what we're talking about because like I said we like it literally just popped up and it's something like I ran through quick but I'm gonna read it for you guys. Companies are sick. All right. So executives at Johnson and Johnson knew for decades that the talcum and its baby powder contained asbestos and failed to tell federal regulators, according to Reuters' report. Reuters examined documents, trial depositions, and trial testimony that reportedly shows that from at least 1971 to the early 2000s, Johnson & Johnson executives, mine managers, scientists, doctors, and lawyers knew that the company's raw talc and finished powders sometimes tested positive for small amounts of asbestos. The people involved discussed the problem and how to address it while failing to disclose it to regulators or the public, Reuters found. The reporting also shows how Johnson & Johnson sought to influence regulators' plans to limit asbestos in cosmetic products with talc, as well as research on the health effects of talc. Johnson Johnson is facing a wave of lawsuits brought by thousands of plaintiffs who allege the talc in the company's baby powder produ products contain asbestos and cause mesothelioma, ovarian cancer, and other diseases. Mm. The results of the lawsuits have been mixed. Some juries have sided with the plaintiffs awarding large amounts of damages. Some have sided with the company and others were unable to reach verdicts. A St. Louis jury earlier this year ordered Johnson Johnson to pay $4.9 in case in a case involving 22 women and their families. Johnson Johnson told Reuters and it will appeal. Plaintiff's attorneys out for personal financial gain are distorting historical documents and intentionally creating confusion, confusion in the courtroom and the media. Ernie Newitz, Johnson Johnson's Vice President of Global Media Relations, told Reuters in an email. This is all a calculated attempt to distract from the fact that thousands of independent tests prove our talc does not contain asbestos or cause cancer. Any suggestion that Johnson & Johnson knew or hid information about the safety of talc is false, Newitz wrote. So essentially, what we get from this article is that they knew what was in their baby powder. They knew for a fact what was going on, and they had multiple people throughout the 70s leading to the early 2000s that knew about it, kept it quiet, and were actively trying to find a way to limit the amount of asbestos that was in the powder. But at the same time of trying to take it out, they were also lobbying to federal regulars, which would be your, your Senate people, your people who are mayors, who are senators, etc. To basically turn regulations around so that people wouldn't have such a negative view on what asbestos does. Even though, scientifically speaking, we know exactly what asbestos does to our health. That's really fucked up. Because it's like, this is when I say a company needs to fail. Yeah. It needs to completely fail. Um, and you, everyone who, who knew, anyone involved, should be fired. They're all liable. They, no, they're Every all single person who's involved in trying to either... All go to jail. Every single one of them. Silence the realities of what was inside the baby powder, what was inside the product, 
or the people who are literally going out there and trying to lobby regulators into creating new laws that would make asbestos be something that was acceptable in oh. these products for that for that amount of effort to be put in to hiding the fact or to destigmatizing the fact that you are putting something or you have something in your product that is deadly to human lives something needs to be done about that and 4.9 billion i don't think that's nearly enough because needs to go bankrupt we're talking over 30 years of this company needs to go bankrupt and everyone needs to go to jail Simple and, and you're thinking about this is a product that we literally put on babies like this is a product that i have actively used on my nieces and my little cousins when they were babies you know like mm. i i i can think of times that i've put baby powder on them before putting their diapers on you know like this isn't something that's brand new in my mind like it's there and to so. think that this product that i used thinking that it was doing something that was beneficial to these children was actively causing them harm it's fucked up. And I hope you guys can't hear those sirens right now. <laughs> They're fucking loud. What blew bro. up in the background of this? They're fucking loud. But yeah, no, this this actually angers me a lot. It's, like it, it really angers but this me is, right now. You know, this is the thing that what I'm talking about, like people need to let companies fail. We see it all the time. Volkswagen lying about the emissions that their car makes. Actually polluting the shit out of everywhere. Yeah. You see it with companies that actively waste our money like bombardier why are we keep giving them a private company it's not a public company where public people put in shares it's a private company why why are we keep putting into money your your company is not doing good and on top you, of that the fact that you're thinking for over 30 years they knew this and they were actively finding ways evil. to not just keep it quiet but have certain federal officials make sure that this knowledge didn't become public and find ways to change regulations so that their product would be okay even though they knew it was in there now it goes as far as looking at your government and saying something that we already know that they're fucked up over but you're actively looking at the potential damaging of babies and and parents who use this product it's even worse though it fuels conspiracy theorists saying that you know how you're saying oh they have the cure for cancer and they just don't want to give it up because it's more profitable to keep people uh to give them um to alienate alien um um to, uh, to, to it's more <laughs> my bad <What> is that <laughs> no people are saying it's more it's it's easier to um alleviate the symptoms than actually cure the symptoms yeah and you're just fueling conspiracy theorists saying that the cure for cancer is out there, the cure for AIDS is out there. And now, when you hear situations like this, the cure how far for AIDS, does it go? The cure for AIDS how is probably out go? there. The cure for cancer is probably out there. It's just that everything is done for money, and people, people that are in power, they're just right now, like right in this day and age, it's it's sort of changing with people. Like it's getting more. Um, People are getting more leaning more towards left where you actually care about people now you actually care about their well-being and um so it's like well i mean a situation like this it's it's, it's, it's too much i don't care where you it's lean on it a situation like this where you know there are millions of people billions billions of yeah billions. Let's, let's be realistic billions of people worldwide 
who used this specific product on babies and to know that there is something there's a content within this product that can literally give you it's proven to give cancer and cause other fatal if not damaging diseases to the human body for you to know that's in your product and to still sell it to people it's evil. And, and to to find ways to keep it quiet to silence the people who are bringing it to you and saying we have an issue and then to go even further than that and go to regulators and try to get them to be more lenient towards this product this, this certain element so that when you're selling it people are gonna be like oh it's bestos not that bad no that's fucked up it's like evil, you man. are literally killing people at that point it's evil and you're actively and knowledgeably killing people at that point it's evil and it goes to the same th- it goes to the same degree of people who um when it comes to gun control and all that stuff people who go to lobby say oh no it's not the guns it's not... no you you people are making guns for war that anyone in the streets can buy it's like you know what the guns are doing you know the you know how to solve the problem but because you want to make a, a dollar off them you're going to risk people's lives and their well-being just so you can make profit it's this is probably the worst part of capitalism it's the most disgusting it's, and it's, most it's the worst part, part of capitalism um in ways um cuz look even for like the gun argument yeah. i can say you know and and i know it's a state by state thing if we're talking about the us but for the most part it's adults Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, majority of it, it's it's adults. Adults want guns, adults want to have guns, they want to keep their guns. It's adults. It it's within the majority. Mm. But with something like this, yeah, adults are buying it, but what are they using it on? Kids. On kids. They're using babies. it on their children. Kids and babies. Like imagine you find out your child, somebody that you've been using Johnson and Johnson's baby powder on ends up with cancer before they even hit their first year. And you don't know why. You're like They were healthy when they came out, but now all of a sudden makes, they have it. It makes you worry also because, you know, some of the countries, like third world countries, they usually get um, product. Like, say if a company wants to come up with a product, they usually send it in these countries. Yeah, they test it to out To test it first. out first to see what they can tweak and fix. So imagine all the people in other third world countries or poor countries Dude, just, that are oh, getting man. this and they're the ones probably getting the worst out of it. We're it's still so getting bad, but they're getting the worst out of it. Man. It's like, no, no, it's companies like that need it's to... Disgusting. It's disgusting. It's, it's so underhanded. This is why the purge needs to happen. <laughs> the purge... I'm not going to go as far... No, let's like, say what happens in the purge. People haven't seen the movie. No, it's not about the fucking purge. It's just about just human decency, man. They need to it's have, about understanding like... You, you, you're knowingly selling people a product to use on babies that contains something that gives people cancer. Election year, the purge, election year. So but like, it, it's, to watch the movie. it's not that. It's, it's something as simple as, if I were to say this sentence to you, this product that we use on babies contains asbestos, which is linked to causing, scientifically proven, to cause cancer. And you want to sell it to Are me? you going to use this on your baby? I was like, okay. <laughs> if anyone says yes, have them evaluate. You know, it reminds me. That's it, simple. It reminds me of that scene in South Park where um, Mr. Um, 
not Mr. Garrison, but the other one with the Mr. Mackey. He's like, gluten is bad for you. You can't have gluten in them. And then scientist comes to their school and says, oh, you know, gluten is um, it's good for you. There's nothing wrong with it. And Mr. Mackey said, okay, then eat that pure gluten. The guy eats it and his dick flies off. <laughs> that was a funny episode. <laughs> it was hilarious. That, that's essentially what I would do. If you're, ask, if you're telling me to buy this product that you know is going I'll to make poison me. I'll make him sniff it like cocaine. I'm like, all right, you put it on yourself first. Let's You're see like, what happens. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Really now. Sit down. I'm going to just give him a nice puff. Every fucking 10 seconds, just puff it in his face. Just puff it. Just puff. Keep breathing. Puff. 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 You tell me there's nothing wrong with there's it. Nothing Fine. Wrong with it, so you should have Breathe it all in. Yeah. yeah, you're going to get a block nose, but if you're okay, it's not. We'll take care of that. Just get a neti pot and just air There you go. Get a neti pot. If, if, hey, if there's no asbestos in this, if there's no cancerous elements in this, have a good old whiff. The worst you're going to experience is a block nose. Capitalism, man. That's, but I that's promise you part. none of them will fucking do you, it because put, they know better. You put profit ahead of well-being of people, which is, it's, it's terrible. And it's I gonna, am fucking disgusted It's going to take, take a point where people are going to have, are going to look end up saying it's enough and they're going to retaliate. Not saying violence retaliate, but to the point where either it's going to be to the point where people are going to start taking actions like, okay, we're not buying our shit anymore. And Which is what even, they should do. And don't even think about asking for a money to build. But it's also at the like same that. time very hard because Johnson & Johnson is like the literal number one as far as anything baby related. Other companies can take it up. Other companies can do Let's it. Let's hope. Let's other hope. Companies can do it. You just, you just have to know how to do it. But no, other companies can take the load off. There are other social cons. And this is, the, this is the problem when you have big companies. I'm sure back in the day, before Johnson & Johnson, there was little smaller companies that were offering all these products. Yeah. But because Johnson & Johnson has that network framework and capital, they bought all those companies, pushed them out. Push it all in one them same, thing with, same thing with Walmart. Same thing with any of these other big companies. Amazon. Amazon and everything like that. It's like, this is, and this is why I always say support your local business where you are because... That's what your that's mom what, and pop shop. That's what they gives got you the what jobs, you need, man. and that's and that's what and that's they usually take care of you because these are people that are living with you. I'm not saying that they won't sell you stuff that are that are not bad for you because they their but their thing is is not to make a profit. Their thing is to sell a, a service that they're good at, and because they're in your community, they want you to keep coming back. They care about you just as much as you care about getting good products from them, and. It's, it's this is whole, literally one of those examples of find an alternative. Find an alternative. To, and like, I'm, I'm rarely one of those people who's like, we got to cancel a company and like stop supporting. But like something like this. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't care if no longer your baby power doesn't have asbestos. The fact that for well over 30 years, you Poisoning knowingly people. were selling poison to this extent to worldwide like to the seven billion fucking people that are on this earth the same thing with the people fuck you man same thing with the flint michigan thing it's like exactly it's the exact same thing you know the had lead which to this day still not fixed still not fixed still dirty it's still not what has it been four years more than that like ridiculous it's been more than that we learned about it four years ago but that's been those pipes true yeah pipes have been there for years ago we learned about it but yeah Exactly. Kids coming with defects and stuff like that. Oh, God. Imagine. God. Oh, you know what? We're not even going to go down that rabbit hole because we said we we're going to talk about the Johnson Johnson shit. Yeah. We're going to walk away. Oh, Fuck man. you and no, your powder. This, yeah. Honestly, 
You know how we used to bitch slap people with the baby powder? <laughs> I feel like every Johnson & Johnson person should just be lined up. And if, you, if Johnson & Johnson baby powder was put on you between the years of 1971 to the early 2000s, and let's cap off early 2000s to 2005, you should be able to walk up to every single person that was involved and bitch slap the fuck out of them remember, with some Johnson remember, Johnson remember, baby powder. Remember to wear gloves though. You don't want that shit on you. Yeah, wear, wear gloves. gloves and wear an N95 uh, mask. And wear wear um, so that way you don't get wear, any of that uh, shit on you. But they don't wear no mask. And wear a thick. Wear one of those big rubbery gloves too, so that you know when you're slapping them, it it, it slides off like mm, with the grip. You get that with grip. The grip. With the you get grip. that grip. The grip. Woo. Well, I rate that highly. I rate that go. highly. All right, final thoughts before we get the fuck out of here? No, um, nothing too much. Um, we're coming down to the end of the year. Are we going to do a recap episode? We can do a recap episode we just for the next one. Talk about some highlights and we still, we still talk have... about the year that passed and our, our highs and our lows. Well, I said last week Akeem was supposed to come, but t- he had something to do today. So we'll probably see him. Oh, next. Wait, what, what's the date for next week? Because if it's. I don't think it's Christmas. Oh no, he can. Yeah, he can come. It's twenty first. He can come through. Yeah, yeah, we have. To. I was gonna say if it was like the last week of December. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut him off. Like we gotta do a recap. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, my final thoughts. Uh, yeah, fuck Johnson and Johnson, man. I mean. This whole story just threw me off. Like to be honest with you, it, it really is, like it pissed me off in a way that I didn't think I was gonna be pissed off today. These are companies that do all these bullshit, man. It's like you gotta you gotta do something to them. You gotta yeah, do something to them. Just no, nothing violent. We we're we're not promoting or inciting violence. You know, none of that. None of that at all. But yeah, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I just I just I just I just did the Michael Jack, the, the Michael Jordan show. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's shut this down thanks for listening to another episode of don't be mad podcast as always you know where you can reach us we are on twitter and we are on instagram don't be at don't be mad pod or you can find us on facebook don't be mad podcast and we're also on youtube yeah don't, don't be, be mad. mad pod or is it don't be mad podcast whatever you'll or find is it, it don't be mad you could, you'll be fine just type in don't it. be mad and you'll figure it out don't be mad podcast you'll find we just it. set it up so i don't remember it yeah so i'll be, be happy i said it yeah the episodes are, the more the more the more episodes are going to be on it i'm going to try to put yeah. thing. i'm also putting on um some of the episodes on soundcloud on the free thing because i'm not paying for that shit <laughs> be careful which ones you do i am doing we could get shut down i <laughs> I know, I know, because of because of music and stuff, yeah, stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. I haven't gotten that to that part yet, so that's that's fine. But there are certain there are certain things because I'm not putting up everything. I'm putting them up in batches. Like for example, like three of the first the first three, three of the other three, and three. I'm doing like three, three, three at a time. Basically, you'll get what we fucking give you. Yeah, but everything <laughs> just go on the regular iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, all that stuff, Spotify, and just look for us. Really there. big up, big up to Spotify one, yeah. And rate and subscribe to the YouTube thing. Yeah, if you're not subscribed, um, what's what's wrong with you? I, I tell you all the time. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your fucking pets. But you got to do it your fucking self as well. Now there's video now, so there's no excuse. You can Let's watch go. This. You can watch this. Let's subscribe. go. If your dog ain't subscribed, because I know some of y'all, your dogs got Instagram. So why isn't your dog subscribed? Sure, if you have time to make an Instagram for your dog. If you got time to make an Instagram for your dog, your dog can subscribe. <laughs> Fuck. 
don't don't tell me to follow your pet, but then your pet ain't following me. That's disrespectful. <laughs> I'll have a conversation with your pet when I see it. <laughs> All right, everybody, take care. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you guys next week. Peace out, people. Peace.